all you turkeys out there, welcome to One Frame Off. I'm Jess. I'm Brody. I'm Rose. And I hope everybody had a wonderful giving of thanks day or just a day off work. Or maybe you got some like bomb Black Friday shopping done. Whatever brings you joy, I hope it happened. Mm -hmm. Good Lord. Hey, I've been resurrected. hey <laughs> No more zombie bros. Yeah. Zombie bros, we, we, got, we, we, stuck a, we stuck a stake through them. And they're back in the coffin. Woo! Yeah. But now I'm back. They're back triple vaxxed and ready for the holiday season. Oh, yeah. I need to get my booster done. Now I feel bad about that. I think I should, too. I need to do an eye appointment, though, too. I have other things that I need to do that I think are more important than a booster, <laughs> but I got to get that booster done. Well, look, seven days. I counted seven days of hell. Seven whole days? Seven whole days. I remember, like, So that booster kicked your We kind of, like, saw, yeah. saw a zombie rose on day one, right? You saw a zombie rose on day two. Yeah, day one. Day one. Day yeah. one, and then after that, it was like poor sinus rose, and then yeah, and then werewolf rose. Look, I oh werewolf rose. <laughs> I've met them a few times, usually from hunger. Yeah, <laughs> lots of hunger. <laughs> they need I to get... feed. Look. <laughs> Werewolf Rose is not the same without the Twix, okay? So, me and my husband were talking earlier, and I just love this analogy that we made of Rose. And um, Rose really is the real-life Buddy the Elf. Um, they show... They show <laughs> it's really true, though. Like, okay. in, so many, in so many great ways, uh, Rose showed up with the cinnamon rolls to bake here. Um, was, they also no, frequently on. show up with a gigantic, uh, like, backstocks of Kit Kats for any event that you have. Okay, the cinnamon rolls is mostly from uh, Werewolf Rose because I was hungry. Mm -hmm. I woke up late. I was tired. We're recording this at like ten thirty in the morning, by the way. No, we're not yeah. morning people. So, I guess we should also preface with it's a different vibe. Yeah, yeah, it is a different vibe. For oh yeah, sure. that's what we're drinking today: water, water and coffee. And coffee. I have uh, some tea. chai tea. Chai tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. chai tea. <laughs> it's <laughs> a morning <laughs> episode. Very different vibe. Very different vibe. Gertrude's here. She's happy. Um, I've been away for Thanksgiving, so I've been gone for the past almost five days. Mm -hmm. um, I did a lot of cool stuff. I was in Akron, Ohio with my family. My sister is pregnant. Hello. She listens to these sometimes, her and her husband. Hey, guys. The baby's probably listening, too. Yeah. yeah. Little little baby, the little, little snap he's listening. Um, I had such a good time. I do want to talk about a little bit um, where I went there. We did a lot of different things. Um, and I want to ask you guys about your Thanksgiving as well, too. But we went to this great uh, manor and museum. Shoot, I had it pulled up. I was super prepared. Uh, I don't know if you got anybody here has been, but Stan Hewitt Hall and Gardens in Akron. So every year for Christmas, they, um, they light up the lawns and they do like a great ticketed walkthrough where you can just wander around. There's cookies and hot cocoa and popcorn and all of the things, all of everything I need to sustain myself. All everything the, that you honestly, like groups. the day after Thanksgiving, it was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, <laughs> like I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm ready for the holiday stuff. Um, but what I, what is relevant to what we do here, just our lives in general is, um, the theme for the inside of the manor this year, um, was Christmas movies. Yes. Oh, okay. Let's yeah. See. Which, which films did they do? Um, so they did a lot of like old Hollywood. They, I had a old Hollywood room that touched on a lot of like of our classic favorites. They even had like an Aladdin tree, which was kind of cool. <laughs> um, I think that was just like they had access to these authentic props that they wanted to show off. Yeah. For a cinematic theme. But there was a Nightmare Before Christmas room. Ooh, yeah. Lock, Shock, and Barrel were there. They the, the dolls were for that were really good. Like we were walking through and the props were so great. 
that um, I thought they must have some movie department or something helping them, the fact that they had access right. to all of that. They, they know a guy in the back room who, like, has the keys to all the storage facilities, and once a week they just, like, come in and grab one thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're slowly uh, siphoning all the, the movie stuff. Exactly. I'm very surprised at how much shit Hollywood has. I'm serious. They got a lot just, of like, shit. They do. Like, all the crap from, like, all these iconic films, even films that they didn't think, they just randomly keep these props mm-hmm. and they're like oh this was a fun film or this was a ridiculous prop that we had on set like 30 years well later, they get a lot of them get reused and i think there's like a subreddit i follow or some instagram i'm talking about the props that are so cool or uh, so but unique. like the costumes in particular yeah. definitely yeah. get reused like uh period pieces and whatnot like yeah. they get reused and revitalized which is which is good. Like you don't want that stuff to just be one off. But it's yeah, like good for lower about... budget movies too that don't can't design their own outfits. They can just go in there. <laughs> now I'm talking about like um, Dorothy's red slippers. Oh yeah. Or, oh well, those are in like, the Smithsonian. Yeah, yeah they but belongs not, in a museum. It, 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 well, I agree 100. Like Hollywood does keep certain props and puppets, specifically mm-hmm. puppets, just lying around, and they are not. They are so specific to that film that they can't reuse them. So I'm surprised about like just the amount of crap that Hollywood has accumulated. Yeah. So it's like you find something from an iconic movie in the back lot of like MGM. I don't know, Studio B back lot A Studio sixty four mm-hmm. Rockefeller. <laughs> I actually know a friend from college who went to Atlanta after being in the film program. They had like mentorships and like internships and yada yada. Went to Atlanta and then started working in the uh, prop warehouse for Marvel. Oh my god. I can only imagine that that's like, every day if I worked there, I would be so tempted to just, just like, to just fucking play around with like everything <laughs> in there. Oh my god, Captain America Shield, Loki staff. Loki staff, um, Mjolnir. Thor's hammer guys, Thor's all the way. Y'all knew yeah. I was going to say that. Wait, before or after Mjolnir was destroyed? Because I bet you they have all the, like, the shrimp. They probably before, got the stumpy hammer before, there. I'm yeah. going to spin it and pretend I'm flying. Yeah. <laughs> um, Security yeah. cameras are just watching me the whole time. <laughs> it's like, how's that new hire going? Uh, uh, he's been pretending to fly with uh, Doctor Strange's cape and yelling wee for the past hour. <laughs> but yeah, he's very efficient other than that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Clocked in on time. Good um, in pure Ohio fashion, too, um, there was a Christmas story room that I absolutely mm-hmm. loved. If you, if you don't know, um, all the exterior shots in A Christmas Story were shot in Cleveland, Ohio. The house is there. You can go visit really? it. I went years ago. Yeah, it's just a good time. And I went to a Browns game right before. So that was like, yeah. I, that was actually like a, such a picturesque Christmas Eve with my parents. Like, shit, we went to a Browns game. The Browns won. And then we <laughs> literally went right over to a Christmas story house and had hot chocolate and walked around that bitch. And it was beautiful. Very you got to get a leg lamp um, um, ornament when you're in the gift shop. You of know, of course you do. You got to get your leg lamp. But um, yeah, there was a Grinch room at Stan Hewitt. Um, the Grinch room was probably one of my favorites, just because it. I appreciate any clever, low impact design, and that's definitely taken the Grinch room. Well, look, if you put like the Grinch on any like empty house, you've both decorated and not decorated. 
Yeah, it's yeah, the best of both worlds. That's a good. That's actually a good idea. Just like you don't have to decorate except for a Grinch thing because he, he stole it. Yeah, no, you literally. Yeah, you threw a Grinch. I've seen people do it. You throw a Grinch and then you decorate. You do a little bit of Easy Christmas peasy. lights and then connect it to the Grinch. And, and it's like, oh, the Grinch stole all my Christmas decorations. I can't put them up, but I love Christmas. Oh <laughs> no, no Christmas for everyone. Can't buy you gifts. Yeah, Too bad. It, it's it's really the move to do if you're a low effort person like myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, Christmas. Stan Hewitt, if you guys are in the Akron area for the holidays um, definitely get a ticket and go walk around drink some cocoa and look at pretty movie things I loved it oh um, and you know what's appropriate for today is apparently two years ago they did do a Marvel theme why for Christmas Marvel wait two years ago 2019 so right when Endgame came yeah, out yeah for oh, Endgame that's, for pretty, Endgame. that's pretty that's, perfect that's yeah perfect. so for Endgame they did a whole Marvel theme is what my sister and her husband were telling me <laughs> I, I should have opened with that yeah so they do a different theme every year and it just so happened the year that I got to go was Christmas movies. So, woo! Mm-hmm. How were y'all's holidays? Uh, I I stayed home. I kind of sort of cooked, not really. I kind I'm just flittered in and out of the kitchen. My big holiday, like cooking and baking, spiel is actually gonna come up next week. I I asked this. We'll to put Brody. a pin in that. Yeah. Oh, well, I asked this to Brody <laughs> as if he actually fucking knows. No. I do baking. We're like, yeah, I thought you were going to Mexico, but continue. <laughs> no, I am. But that's not for another two weeks. Okay. But yes, Rose is leaving the country for two week, for a week in two weeks, which means I have to start baking all of my holiday, personal holiday prep. I have to start doing You know, at least need to make the dough and freeze it or something. You can't really freeze the dough. It's Maybe, or is it the pinwheel dough? Yeah. Yeah, the pinwheel dough you can. It's really mm-hmm. delicate. A thicker dough, like yeah, a cookie, like, like, like a chocolate chip cookie yeah, or ginger molasses, that, you can right, freeze right. that and just so, thaw it out the day before. What Jess is talking about is her all-time favorite cookie that I've made for the past three years. Um, Brody's had them too. It's these little pinwheel cookies, and they're called pinwheels because you take white sh- or vanilla sugar cookie dough, you roll it out, and then you take a chocolate sugar cookie dough, you roll that out, and you put one on top of the other, and you roll them together. In a, like a long log. Oh, so and they come out cut, like a marble. Kind yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a little, like, like a spiral. Like a spiral. Mm-hmm. So when you cut the dough, it looks like a spiral. It looks like a pinwheel. And I have like they're a pain in the ass to make. I only right. make them once a year. But the dough, the type of dough that it is, I personally don't like freezing it mm-hmm. because it's a sugar cookie dough. I've never frozen sugar cookie dough. I have and. Yeah. You should be good, but I think on your pinwheels, it maybe isn't worth it it's really to do not. it. Because they're so labor-intensive already. If something went wrong, I think like, I would break down. I think the better <laughs> I would have, choice I, Per one of our last episodes, I'd have a mental breakdown. Yeah. I think um, the better choice would just yeah. be to freeze the cookies after. Yeah, it would be better, especially since I'm going on a slight tangent about this. The pinwheels are very temperature-temperamental. Hmm. So if you cut it too thin... These cookies, you're supposed to bake them at 400 degrees max for five minutes. If you cut them too thin, they're going to burn to a fucking crisp. You cut them too thick. They'll burn to a crisp or they'll crumble entirely. Yeah. And if you cut them too thick, they're not going to cook all the way through. So, you know, you're either going to have a really burnt, crumbly cookie, or you're going to have an undercooked cookie that's just not great. So, what was y'all's favorite thing that you ate on Thanksgiving Day? Or we can go Animal Crossing route and say Turkey Day. Um, 
something that my family always does like really well is just like appetizers yeah we don't like like cheese and crackers are sacred in our home <laughs> i just had like a huge log there was a, like, a big thing of brie some good ass salami yeah my mom's Did got the hookup prosci- on salami <laughs> we didn't have prosciutto no, no. But then that she made her uh, chopped liver I did, it chopped liver is just like one of those things where it's like I'm never really craving like a pate of sorts for your crackers yeah like yeah yeah but pa- like you get the chopped liver on there you take one bite and it's just like has such that weird hit and it's just like oh this is good <laughs> well, yeah when I had um, I love the chopped liver but it's just so liver like, pate before yeah. it's good it's like honestly just take a sharp cheddar with a big pickle so good that's with what some, it is with some pate yeah mm-hmm. it's like the combination of all of it together you think yeah. Yeah. I've never done that. Well, Welcome to the I'll South, man. I, I know. You, <laughs> gotta, I gotta you gotta get something like somewhat sweet. It doesn't have to be like, um, it could be your favorite pickle. It could be a pickled vegetable. Just like that, um, the, the vinegar. You're looking for that acid mm. to combine with all the other flavors. But we did that and our, because like our family only wanted to come in like one time and we're Jewish and uh, uh, not Christmas, the opposite of Christmas, Hanukkah. <laughs> Hanukkah was coming up a uh, few days afterwards, so we had uh, Thanksgiving. I love it. <laughs> and we just got all of our presents out of the way. And it feels good because it's not even December as of recording this, and my holidays are done. <laughs> you're lucky. Well, oh, yeah. well, you're not done with us, not, sir. Not, not yet. Nope. And speaking of presents. Oh, here we go. Oh, shit. So this caveat, the pinpoint, we okay. are doing a gift exchange. However, this is not Brody's official gift. Yeah, this is this my is pseudo-Hanukkah gift. Yeah! And y'all don't get Hanukkah gifts. No, <laughs> we're trying our best. Not, so, <laughs> I was in the store the other day, and you know okay. how it's like you're wandering around and you see something that reminds you of someone else, but you ask somebody else their opinion, like, hey, what do you think of this? Should I get this for so-and-so? Mm-hmm. So I'm in the store, I'm actually at Target. I'm wandering around, and I see this, and I'm like, Jess, Jess. What do you think of this for Brody? Brody's like, just like, I think Brody would love it. Oh, that's that's a good sign. That's so, always how the good gifts come when he's like not looking for them. Aw. Thanks, guys. And Rose did a beautiful wrapping job. This is a good wrapping it's job. It's really like, perfect. I'm not, like, I'm not surprised. I am sloppy as hell with this come stuff. Come on, baby. I just, Years of practice. Yeah, I'm just the guy who's just like, get like a holiday bag. And just yeah, put it bags are good. Bags are good. Yeah, yeah, bags are good. Uh, it makes life so easy. Too, yeah. which is probably bags the best are so efficient. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's time for me to open this up right in the microphone. ASMR. <laughs> it's... Oh, it's a waffle iron. Like a little mini dreidel waffle iron. (laughs) Brody, do you have any idea all the different things you can waffle on that? I can make so many waffles. You can put um, tater tots in there. Jeez. Have it come out with it's a Because it's a little Mrs. Dash one, so you can like fuck that thing up and clean it real quick. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, I I might use this for like some fun shit. You should. You should. All right. Awesome. (laughs) Appreciate that, guys. Yeah. Well, you like to cook, and it's also Hanukkah-related. It's very dreidly. I I appreciate that. Well, you you always say there's not enough emphasis put on Hanukkah, and the fact that that exists is pretty wonderful, right? Yeah. So, to to tell you guys, it's a mini waffle maker, Mm -hmm. but 
when you close it, the design on the inside, instead of the stereotypical... Um, the waffle pattern. Pa- waffle pattern, it's a dreidel. Yeah. Well, the reverse side is waffle pattern, though, so you still have your nooks and crannies. Oh, so you still get that syrup. little crispy yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. gotta have That's the crispy good. side. Like you know that. what I see women do on TikTok all the time with these Mrs. Dashes? Like, there's, like, a keto craze, but, like, they just fill it with cheese and bacon and make, like, Parmesan crackers and stuff. What? Interesting. Keto, keto, whatever you call it. Like, yeah, keto. It, it surprises it. me what is and isn't like something that you can eat on this diet. So there's like I I've been on the keto diet before. I will it was like it's also Atkins. It's the same thing. When I was like younger and I lost like thirty pounds in a month, my parents had to take me off of it. Actually, it's not for like people like. Well, actually, I could probably go on it now, but it, it's not for people to lose like vanity weight because you're gonna drop mad weight on this stuff. It's mm-hmm. like. This is a diet for people that need to lose hundreds of pounds or they have like, um, what is it? Um, when they get seizures. Get, uh, what's that uh, called? Uh, oh, uh, um, epilepsy. Epilepsy. Right? So this is a diet that was prescribed to children who had epilepsy. Like it does good huh. things for your body depending on if you need to be on it or not. But a lot of people just end up eating a ton of butter and bacon, which I just don't know the long-term effects of that. Yeah. There's a healthy way to do this diet, but it's not fun. Yeah. And like the unfun way, you're still gonna drop weight, but I would have to imagine like that much fatty meat and butter and stuff can't be good for you. Mm -hmm. Not a doctor though. Not a doctor. And I'm absolutely overweight, so I I shouldn't (laughs) say anything on any of this, but whatever. (laughs) Well, it is what it is. I've dabbled with all of them though. I still appreciate the uh, winter holiday gift. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you like your winter the solstice non, gift? The non-specific the the non holiday gift. Yule gift. It's your Yule, Yule gift. Before we jump into our uh, topic real quick, I just want to ask, have you guys picked up uh, the new Pokemon yet? Hey! Hey, I put about six hours in. I did my best. Not <laughs> yet. Not yet? Nah. I'm gonna, but like, you know, maybe like next paycheck. Yeah, you know. it, it, it's it's definitely not anything new. It's, it's You can wait. Um, yeah, I'm really I'm really loving it. I The only gripe I have is I have a hard time controlling my character and she runs into walls all the time. Hmm. I'm just constantly running into walls. I think my big idea right now is just like, despite like loving Pokemon, I'm not really super craving Pokemon yet. But now it's just like, hey, if I ever really do want to super crave Pokemon, there's a game out there that I already know I like because I played it in my youth. Yeah, see, I've never played it before, so this is all new for me. And I'm going in blind. Yeah, I'm just wandering around right now and doing things. Which I will say, from based off older Pokemons mm-hmm. versus this one, um, it is a good wandering one. Yeah. Like the 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 layout, much like the Johto region, is not. Um, it's not just like a clockwise experience. Right. You, you got to go in and out. And I have out. seen like a lot of like videos of people playing it and sort of like what the overworld looks like, and it <laughs> it really is just like that ratatouille scene where the dude eats the meal and goes right back to being a kid and eating it for the first time. Yeah. It, it's it, I don't know. I'm oh, sure that's like what they were. Oh, going it's for. absolutely beautiful. Um, it it, it that, I have no issues with the aesthetics of anything, mm-hmm. and I love the chibi designs. Of and I know, all like characters. when it first like got revealed, everyone was just like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah, absolutely. Even though it was always chibi designs, and it was just pixelated and stylized, and yeah, but the chibi though. I'm actually looking up the name of a mythical Pokemon that you can gain, that you can get in the game right now. Mm-hmm. We were talking um, about this earlier before yeah. stream because I got a Mew and I was freaking out about it. I was like, "How the hell did I get a Mew? I've never had a Mew in game." How do you get a Mew? So in um, there are three Pokemon that you can get. I think they're mythical Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You can get a Mew if you played Let's Go Eevee or Let's Go Pikachu. So if you have that save file on your Switch, the Switch that you're playing, it will go, hey, you've done blah, blah, blah. That's cool. You, Some... you know, have a Mew. And then if you have a save file for Sword or Shield, it doesn't matter which mm -hmm. one, if you talk to the person standing next to them, so you go into like this uh, flower meadow, yeah, and there's a couple, like an older couple. Talk to the lady, she gives you a mute. If you talk to the guy, he'll give you um, a, the star. They would always do like events for those. They things, used to yeah. do like more region specific events, mm -hmm. like I bet in Japan and stuff to get Pokemon. I don't really know if that ever took off in the states. I do know that's how you would get them though. Yeah, like I like the brand loyalty idea though. Or it's like even. Oh yeah, I agree. Like if you have all that saved data on, it's like here you go. And it, it, mm -hmm. and what organic way are you going to introduce to collect these Pokemon that you can't like? Because in Sword and Shield, it's easy. Like yeah, you know yeah. they had the, that's what they did the max raid adventures for, which yeah. I thought was a great addition. Um, but that that's how you would get. That those are the three that you can get right now. Manaphy is uh, early access. Like, so if you pre-ordered it, or if you buy it early, quote-unquote, like, within the next, like, yeah. month or two. Do the whole pre-order, yada yada. Yeah, but if you can buy it within the next month or two, you will get Manaphy by doing that. Alright. So what are we talking about today, guys? Well, not Pokemon. Yeah, not yeah, Pokemon. That was that last was episode. Last <laughs> we realized since Disney Plus Day came out, and it's been about a good few weeks since we talked about Marvel... Let's so much Marvel recap. Marvel recap. Keeping up with the Avengers, <laughs> we'll call it. Um, oh my gosh. But yeah, oh, like just since we just ever since our first episode where we talked about Marvel for a solid hour and a half, there have been so many more Marvel things to come out and more to talk about. And I think the first thing that we should talk about is a new show starring Jess's favorite Avenger. It's a uh, Mister. I ain't got no. Arrows in my quiver, Hawkeye. Woo! Your favorite, <laughs> everyone's favorite. Well, I mean, it's Jer is Jeremy Renner still Hawkeye? Yeah. Yep. I don't like Jeremy so Renner. So he for some apparently reason. is retiring, or he's giving good. up the role. Yeah, good. Oh, this is like his last time as it. Um, I read somewhere that he wants to spend more time with his daughter, and I told that. Disney that if they want to replace him. So he's not on, like, he's not constantly in the studio anymore. So mm -hmm. he can actually spend time with his kid. By all means, go ahead and replace me. But I want to spend time with my children. Good for him. So, like, I, I, he, did the, he did the Rick Moranis move. Yeah, I was just going like, to say the Rick Moranis move is the, sometimes what you got to do. For those who don't know, the Rick Moranis move, and Rick Moranis was in Ghostbusters and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But after a family tragedy where he lost his wife, he was just like, you know, I'm just done with acting i've have enough money to have like a really good comfortable life i'm just gonna be with my kids for the rest of it yeah yeah which so, is a good thing to do yeah it, you know sometimes it's just if it's gonna bring you your ultimate peace you just need to do it yeah exactly and, and if you're lucky enough to put away that much money to do what you want to do you, you should and if yeah. you were jeremy renner and you were in multiple big blockbuster like change the record type movies right you're probably good if yeah. i were jeremy renner i would have done the world a favor and quit a little while ago but you know see i don't know if he's full-on retiring quitting what but mm. he is reducing the hours that he's his like time in the studio yeah which is like which is good because hawkeye's really not that important no which is weird because we have the disney 
plus show Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. We've got, I'm just going to list them out. Uh, Hawkeye, Shang-Chi, The Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, yeah. Um, Hit Monkey. Hit Monkey, yeah. Yes. I forgot about that one. Didn't come on Disney Plus, but Hit Monkey came on to Hulu. We'll get into that later, though. <laughs> Did I miss one? I feel like I missed something. Uh, another Avengers? Black Widow also came out, and I haven't seen it, but Black I. Black Widow. Oh, they put Black Widow on Disney Plus? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'll actually watch that. You have mm. access. Yeah, I like. Um, well, I'm not watching it for that. I just really love um, Florence Pugh. Mm. Oh, you like, like her. I really love her so much. Is she Yelena? She's, She's Yelena. the the sister. Yeah, Yelena. Um, if you guys don't follow her on Instagram, you should. Um, she just uh, over quarantine last year, she did like an amazing like like cook with me video every day. That was just like I don't know why it brought me so much joy. She's got such a great sense of humor. That's plays nice. bomb music and cooks unpretentious food in her beautiful kitchen and just you know hangs out with you. And I just love that she did that. She was pretty funny and. Oh, uh, Black she's perfection to me. Like, like literally <laughs> everything about her. I love her so much. Sorry, I just I, I had to go on my girl crush on Florence Pugh. I love her. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, sorry guys. Oh, and Venom. And Venom. 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 While Venom is Sony, and Sony will probably forever hold Venom now. But you know, but anything it, can happen. Anything can happen, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but back to Hawkeye. Um, just the big first impressions and the big overview of everything. Uh, Hawkeye taking place in New York City in Christmas, which is already like a really good vibe. Like set design wise, I I appreciate the effort they put in. Yeah, I mean we're only when we're recording this, it's two episodes in. Mm-hmm. So this is very much our very, very first impressions. First. <laughs> I actually really like this. We can have um, full proof of what your first impressions are, and then we can go back at the end of the series. Do you want to know my very very first impression? I really do. Yeah. Kind of stinks. I hate it. It's uh... yeah. I mean, I it's a Hawkeye like, show. No, I could have to told you fair, that. To be fair, I didn't like Wandavision. I hated Wandavision for like the first. See, I feel like Wandavision episodes. would be the only. I, one I, I pray for like. this to be like Wandavision. Where it's it gets so, so much better. It's the, no look. This show is just. It's stale. not going to because because it's Hawkeye. No what what is there left to say about Hawkeye? He had his interesting story arc already in the Avengers games, where his family was poofed and then repoofed. You can't top that in well, terms of like this, your life experience. So the five years that they're gone, mm-hmm. Hawkeye ends up going. This is in the comics as well. I don't remember. He goes to Japan and wears black eyeliner no, and gets all emo. Japan. He goes all Everywhere. over the world and he like becomes and he's a thing. Like mm-hmm. people who live through the blip. I think it's called the blip. The blip. I think the blip is like the whole entirety of it. The yeah. snap. The snap. The snap. People got snapped. The blip was the whole thing of it. Yeah. yeah. So everybody remembers this, not quite vigilante, but this um, anti-hero? I think vigilante's probably better. Like a self-serving, own justice, murder spree, kill all the underground. Yeah, and he terrified. I wonder if Jeremy Renner did all his own eye makeup for the (laughs) He could have. He's a makeup artist, I had to ask. He ends up going on a killing spree to like kill a lot of these warlords warlords organized crime he goes under the alias of ronin yeah and um it's a hark partially it's supposed to be like a partial hark to that Mm -hmm. hark back to that i should say where it's like um you can even hear this in the trailer he goes oh my past can't like caught up to me and we're introduced to Kate Bishop as well. Right. Who, who will take up... Who really is, like, 
the protagonist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she gets caught up in some random shit, and he's like, God damn it, why are you bringing this shit back up? Now yeah. I have to help you, because not only did you drag my past back, you're dragging me down with you. So a circumstance happened where Kate Bishop uh, snuck into a super secret rich people who's auction. Kate Bishop? That's Kate... probably a better way to start. Yeah, who's Kate Bishop? <laughs> Kate I have no Bishop. idea who that is. She sounds plain. Happy. And happy. happy. Wait, happy? Um, oh my god, what's her dog's name? Oh, Lucky. Lucky! Lucky the pizza dog. Happy is the forehead of security. <gasps> yes, yes, he is. Lucky no, the Lucky. pizza dog? Yeah, so he's that. known at, in the comics, he's known as Lucky the pizza dog, because every Friday, Kate Bishop, her his owner, will order him a pizza. Mm-hmm. And, and in the first episode, when we see Lucky, they he comes into her apartment, and it's like, ah, we have pizza, so... He's the pizza dog. He's the pizza dog. But going back to just like Kate Bishop, uh, the very opening scene is New York 2012. And if you know, you know that this is the day where shit goes down. <laughs> Loki's In orig- invasion. Loki's invasion, the original Avengers movie, the big climax where they have to fight the aliens in New York. And Kate Bishop is in New York with her family as a, as a youngin. And her basically, the, her home just gets exploded. Yeah. They... Okay, so I actually love that that we have like a person who was affected by um, yeah. yeah the the effects of the original movies that becomes a main character later. I think that's and, really smart. And Hawkeye unknowingly like snipes away the aliens that were about to kill her. He becomes her hero. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to be as good of oh, an it's archer like a, It's like as... a Kira situation here. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to be as good of an archer, even better than Quinn Barton. Yep. And in the comics, like, she's really skilled. And we don't really get to see too much of her work just yet. I think, like, the... And then, the, like, the, the title sequence or the intro kind of happens where... The implication is that she's become like this very multi-talented MMA archery, obviously, as yeah. well as fencing and any she's, basically every other like rich white people sport. Yeah. She's become like the prodigy in. Yeah, and she's decided, um, oh, I want to be better than Hawkeye. And the whole point for her introduction in the comics is to take over the mantle of mm-hmm. Hawkeye for Clint Barton. So I'm sure that's what they're going for. Yeah, I like the idea of there not being a Hawkeye, but then this badass girl that was created because of decisions of Hawkeye. That's cool. I'm down for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, he saved her life. He saved her life after she... Lost go- her family. Lost her family. And then when she eventually tried to do, like, a Hawkeye move and steal back the... Oh, my God, Gertie. <laughs> Gertie just... <laughs> <laughs> Gertrude's being extra cute right now, guys. Gertie, Sorry. Gertrude, oh, my God. She just licked... Jess's mic in Jess's face trying not to laugh. Mm-hmm. Gertie has been Jessless for the past week, so it's, it's very... I derive a lot of joy from my animal. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I love her so much. That's what the face just made. I'm, like, trying not to laugh at And her. then Gertie going back to that and just doing, like, the derpy face that only just... It's a face that, like, looks like Steve Urkel when he says, did I do that? But you're a cute little chihuahua. Yeah. I've also got to say, Gertrude has um this, uh her lip gets stuck above, like, one of her teeth now, so it looks like she's mean-mugging you with the derp eyes, <laughs> and I, I love it so much. She's like, you looking at me, sir? <laughs> it's so cute. 
But anyways, Kate Bishop, yeah, yeah. Contracts, being herself, stumbles upon a silent, rich, secret rich people auction, and the items that's being sold are the Ronin gear. Ronin, uh, and it's just like we still don't know who Ronin was, but here's a suit and a sword. And then, and then this is where like another dumb thing happens: the tracksuit mafia comes oh in and steals God. them. Is that what they're called? They are yes, actually they called are the Tracksuit Mafia. I love that. I, I jokingly call people the Tracksuit Mafia. And here they are actually being these super stereotypical Russian and Eastern European mob goons. In tracksuits. In tracksuits. Oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But, they uh, have some gabagool. They got, no, that's, that's too, well, it's a little too Western. They got, like, herring. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you're setting up this whole thing. So Kate stumbles upon this by chance. It's like, oh, all right. And then you get the tracksuit mafia. Okay. Yeah. And then it's like, Clint Barton is there with his family. And what do you know? What are they watching? Uh, they're watching the Avengers. They're watching Rogers. Rogers! Oh my god, the, Rogers? The, no, the, the musical. The pseudo Hamilton inspired musical. Oh, by Mr. Rogers? No. That oh. would be that would be better. Because no. <laughs> I'm like thinking right now, and I'm like, why hasn't there been a Mr. And I Rogers musical? Like, like, There's so much content there. We talked <laughs> really about this. Me and Rose were just like, oh, cool. How awesome is that going to be? A musical based on the Avengers? It sucks. It sucks. I, I didn't. I say it would. I think I did. Yeah. Granted, it's supposed to suck. But, but it sucks. It's you know I they released the song. They released a full version. Disney, they really? Yeah, Disney released a full version on Spotify of the Rogers musical song. That's silly. One one major plot point that I hate mm-hmm. that I kind of understand if you really really overthink it. And there are two explanations I have for this. Okay. In Rogers the musical, fucking Ant Man. Fucking Ant Man. I love the man. I love Scott. He's great. He's funny. Introduced in Act One, where it's um, everybody in New York. He mm-hmm. was not in New York. Ant Man originally was not in New York. Right. So there are two explanations for this. My one explanation is he was just really small, and you can't prove that he wasn't. Three explanations. Three explanations. <laughs> so, he was really small. You can't prove that he wasn't. To the, the script writer, the people who wrote Rogers the Musical. So say we're in the universe of Hawkeye, mm-hmm. and we're going to go see it. Everybody knows, everybody who's there, this is on Broadway. Yep. Everyone's like, Scott Lang was not in the 2012 okay. fight with Loki and the Chitauri. Right. But the script writers who don't want to introduce who are just fucking lazy as hell, don't want to introduce a new character in Act 2 and want to have to reestablish him, his mm-hmm. background, whatever. It's just going to shove him in right into Act 1. Yeah. I get that. Plot convenience. It's a plot convenience. But, like, come on, guys. You don't be that fucking lazy. Don't have a character who's not in that sequence mm-hmm. in that sequence. But it happens all the time. My third explanation is that we are watching this is where you get really overthinking things okay we are in the so loki happens we have the multiverse we are in a universe where somebody caught scott lang at at the 2012 invasion because of the time oh. 
Somebody caught like, him on camera, like when they're in Stark Tower, caught him on camera mm-hmm. or something. Like, and like there was just a witness who, was a witness who in saw, the chaos of the Battle of New York, just saw Ant Man doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because well, I'm sure, like, if they wanted to create more. Um, like plot points that could have happened all the time it's very reasonable well i mean t- because of like the plot points and everything we could be in an alternate universe like where it's oh, mm-hmm. where it's like somebody like because shit. scott lane was in he was in 2012 but he wasn't fighting in 2012 look multiverse shit anything's possible anything's possible <laughs> so it's like i want to act like i hate it but i actually love it because that's one of my favorite things about rick and morty like <laughs> <laughs> So, like, somebody could have witnessed Scott Lang in Ant-Man suit and just told the producers, hey, Scott Lang, you know, Ant-Man was in 2012 and you can't, you know, disprove me. And the, yeah. the writers went with it. Some real crackpot theorist in the MCU just trying to figure everything out. Right. Why was Scott Lang in 2012? But, but the time police <sighs> wouldn't allow that. I have but... a divergent side note, if you guys will indulge me. Go for it. Always. Okay. So, um, it's, it's slightly relevant in terms of, like, uh, fan theories and what's canon and what's not. Uh, um, so, the It's Always Sunny guys have a podcast now, mm-hmm. which, Brody, you should absolutely listen to. Um, they really, like, they're, they're, they, they, they get off topic a lot, but it's more about, like, their just dynamic and energy. But they do discuss the episodes. They're, they're doing their best to get through them and talk about them and stuff, <laughs> and I appreciate that. But they did address that. For the longest time, my husband and I—I I loved his theory. Thought that uh, the waitress's real name was Nikki Potnik. Oh yeah. Yeah, because at the um, the uh, high school reunion episode, Frank sneaks in and steals Nikki Potnik's name tag, and the waitress comes in later, and she's like, "I can't even find my name tag. Like somebody took my name tag, or no one has my name tag." And so she's so ship faced, she wouldn't have seen that Frank had it. Mm-hmm. I never picked <laughs> up on that, but the guys have finally addressed that. No. The waitress's name is not Nikki yep. Potnik. They said, we're not that clever to have made that connection. We just wanted the cl- collision of two jokes to happen at the same time. Where Frank snuck in, he has Nikki Potnik's name tag. It's a name recall from earlier seasons. And then the waitress is so forgettable that, you know, mm-hmm. they just forgot to put her name tag there. So I, I just thought that was cool. But oh, they're, fi- they're, they're addressing everything. I mean, they were very clever, though. And I it's think the it's, most clever, stupid show. Ever. It really is. It really. They're they're so intelligent. I love it so much. I, I've ha- I've made Rose watch a few episodes, and it's not their cup of tea. But no. you have to admit the writing is smart. The writing is smart. I will admit that. I just don't enjoy it. Rose can't get Fair behind enough. despicable characters. No. <laughs> of which well, they have no moral cringe. redemption at all. It's yeah. Secondhand cringe for me. Mm. Where I'm like, ugh. ugh. And right. Jess is like sitting there watching me cringe at every other. I love cringe. Anyway, sorry guys, I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I, I just, that the other I just day. want to get back to the musical and say that there actually was one part that I liked, and that's sort of like Hawkeye's reaction to it. Oh lord! Because base, imagine Jess, just imagine you're in Hawkeye's shoes, and the le- like, like, just a few months ago, you fought, you went time traveling to fight a giant purple alien warlord who killed half the world and you then see a musical of you and your currently dead best friend (laughs) singing and dancing all pop like like oh wow look at us kicking really well and then you look over in the audience there is a little girl who looks just like your dead best friend black widow 
And oh, Lord. At what point are you just like, I am not okay right now? <laughs> you know, I do really like... Part, part of the way through, and this is part of related to his um, reaction, mm -hmm. and this is also a major point of contingency, another reason why I don't like the series, uh, for not a reason why I think. Hawkeye is deaf yeah. in this series, and he turns off his hearing aid. Mm -hmm. I love that, because his daughter is like, Dad, Dad, Dad! And he goes, yeah. huh? And she's like, did you turn off your hearing aid? And he goes, I don't even know what happens. I was later. Yeah. But, um... And I do like the, uh, when they, when they ask him about it, it's like, because this is the first time we really see him with, like, actual hearing aids. That's the point of contingency. Mm -hmm. And then, then, and then they're, um... Oh, when they when Kate first meets up with him, it's just like, so when did that happen? And then there's just like a short montage of him being around gunfire and explosions and crashing through windows, and there's a little bit of realism there. Like, it's like the Archer joke about everyone having tinnitus. You know, the entire... Why is it? It's also a thing in the comics. Like, he is deaf, mm -hmm. and he does have a hearing impediment. He does wear a hearing aid. And it, you know, some of the jokes that they make about it are tasteful and are, you know, like yeah, yeah. The, the moment in the theater where he turns off his hearing, mm -hmm. that's funny. When his youngest son signs, I love you, it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, that's, that's, that's very normal. nice. But why is it that it had to get to the point where you go through all of the mainstream movies, mm -hmm. all of the big name, big, big blockbuster films, nothing. For this rep this type of representation the minute it gets put on disney plus hey here you go here's a major character thing here's something that's like a, you know a characteristic for the character here's mm -hmm. representation here's you know this character he's had an injury you know he's lost part of his hearing yeah here's a deaf character that the people best... can relate to why did it take like five seven five movies about more five or more uh, uh, Five or more. I'm trying to count how many movies he's yeah. made appearances The in. best explanation I can think of is even the writers didn't care to read the Hawkeye comics. <laughs> even, even in the Avengers comics. Who wants to read the Hawkeye It comics. doesn't matter if you read the Hawkeye Sorry, comics. Sorry, Hawkeye fans. Yeah. If you read the fucking Avengers Sorry, all comics. two of you. All dozens. Yeah, the, the half dozen that there is. The, the good half dozen. The good <laughs> half dozen, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's just a point of contingency. I don't like it because you could have introduced it with Sokovia. The fallout uh -huh. of Sokovia. That right? would have been a good setup. That would have been an amazing setup to have him with hearing aids or a hearing impediment of some kind or like just mention it. Like, hey, you know, what's going on? Are you having difficulty hearing? Mm -hmm. Blah, blah. Like, have that setup. In the main franchise, in the main movie, and I think that that idea is also the reason why I'm not really sticking to this show too well because it's kind of the same idea I had when um, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out, and it was sandwiched in between Wanda being this super magical, overstylized yeah. show about showing off just how fucking magical she is, and Loki literally breaking the fabric of reality. Right in between that is a guy like, I don't know if I want to be Captain America. It's kind of like the same thing. It's like there, yeah. there's so much cooler things in this universe, like celestial beings, vampires, oh and gosh. actual wizards. Uh, Morgan, I don't, that's what I forgot. And I just don't fucking care 
about Ooh, a, some I want prodigy. more vampires in general. Loki, okay. Can we just stop for a minute? Is Loki a vampire? No. How cool would vampire be? No, no. The throwaway line. I think we even talked about this. Yeah. We didn't know Mobius was coming, but Mm -hmm. we talked about this. I don't remember if it was on the podcast or not. For Loki, more... (laughs) Mobius and Mobius, the TVA... Dr. Michael Morbius. The TVA agent in the the void, he's like, oh, yeah... Could be vampires. It's just a throwaway line. Mm-hmm. But then months later, we get the announcement. Oh, hey, by the way, Morbius, the living vampire, yep. is going to have his own movie. I'm like, how? How? I did not make that connection. Was that the, the trailer we saw at yes. Ghostbusters? Oh, we should probably talk about Ghostbusters. We can talk about Ghostbusters. At the end of it. Yeah. yeah. It's not Marvel, but it's worth mentioning. Yeah, it is <laughs> worth mentioning. So, yeah. But, like... Yeah, well, I get your point though. Vampires, Morbius, and also like I'm sure they'll bring it around to like when Blade comes out because I know Blade, that's on this late. Yeah. I'm not a big Blade fan, so I don't know much about it. I, it kind of like but... was perfect for me when it came out when like I first saw it because I was very much in that. In that, I still haven't seen any Resident Evil movie, but it was still a lot like that where it's like the big hoopla CGI slash and kill everything. Uh, yeah. I don't. <clears throat> Actually, Rose, I think you would like the Blade movies. You like fantasy hack and slashes like that. It's cornball. Yeah, it's cornball. <laughs> it's not. It's not to be taken seriously, but it's a good time. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Hawkeye. Um, I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah, of course. But I'm just so. We've got high hopes. I'm just. I'm. I'm just so. Not what do you enthralled. think would make it better? I know you said you wanted to kind of end up like Wandavision, hopefully, but if. From your opinion, Brody, what would you do to make it the show that you actually want to see? Well, so far, the only thing I've really talked about that I like is the idea that this past, like... The time traveling. No, not the time travel, but, like, the idea that uh, Hawkeye is just so fucking sick and tired of being an Avenger, that he just wants to be with his family, let everything rest, go to bed. Yeah, Hawkeye and Jeremy Renner, they they were just like, fine. Yeah, I'm sure like that's where that comes from. (laughs) And it's just like the whole celebrity status of being an Avenger, he just really hates. I don't know. We haven't really seen too much of the world yet. That's true. Like, we see the civil unrest in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. We see how people are turning against Wanda in WandaVision. Yeah. So we don't really know. And, um... We got introduced to Walker, the new Captain America. Oh, yeah, who became so, U.S. agent. Yeah, U.S. agent. So we don't really see too much of the world yet. That's, yeah. I, I'm very I'm interested to see how the series progresses. That's actually what I do want to see because my very favorite part of Endgame was just when Ant-Man was walking around seeing this new half-populated world and somewhat... Not like super dystopian, but just like very depressing. I just want to know like what this world is like now. Yeah. And like, I've, there's just been like small hints throughout every movie. Well, to but me, that's why been... the Spider-Man movies were always so good. Yeah, at like least the Tom Holland's because it showed the effects of the snap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better than any of the other movies. But like, I'm just thinking like a super ground level kind of thing. Yeah. Like maybe Kate Bishop can like recount some stuff about that. Yeah, I don't know. maybe. And, and there's a question of whether or not Kate got snapped. Yeah, that's true. I don't. I know I don't, but that's a good point. I'm thinking like because you don't age when you're snapped, so like maybe she maybe? did. I, I there's know. no real way to knowing, and I need no, someone to explain knows. it. No, 
No, I don't think she got snapped because she knows about um, Hawkeye's vigilante years. She knows about them. She knows that no, no one knows that Hawkeye no, was no, Ronan. No, no, like him as a vigilante. I'm forgetting the name that he went by. Ronan. Yeah. She knows about his time as Ronan. So either she did her research, or she was there and heard about the police reports mm-hmm. and heard about the media and such. Yeah, just knowing that there is this this vigilante this out there. You know what else was like the moment where I kind of checked out on the show? Hmm. The, the 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 super duper epic sequence of Hawkeye LARPing. <laughs> LARP? So, like, yeah, legit LARPing. So after this the Ronin suit kinda goes missing, apparently a police or a fireman it was a fire it, it was, was a firefighter who kind of like stole it for himself so he could have a better LARPing outfit and he needs to get it back and so like <laughs> So he he goes LARPing, and, like, the joke is, like, he actually has been in fucking wars. And these That's people are hilarious. Just, and then these people are just, like, pretend fighting, and he's just kicking everyone's ass. You know what it <laughs> reminded me of? What was that movie of all of the friends who play Tag? Oh. It's called Tag. It is called Tag? Yeah. I could have guessed John that. John and stuff. Uh, Jeremy Renner is also in that, and if you want to see that... <laughs> If you want to see that kind of joke done right, where it's like he actually plays a really good character and there are actual comedians there, just watch Tag. It's fun. I um, say what you will about LARPing, but I feel like if I met enough people that were into it, I could like I totally go. get down. Oh, no, it. absolutely. I'd go yeah. But I just feel like every time you see it on TV, it's just a bunch of people who are like taking shit way too serious. Or yeah, I would sell my potions and wares out of the back of my car as I drank out of my flask. No, but like <laughs> LARPing, if you LARP, good for you. It's just a bunch of it's a bunch of friends having fun. There's I mean, nothing that's wrong. That's what historical recreations are. Just yeah, exactly. Larpers. Yeah. Oh, it's worse <laughs> <he's>, though. <laughs> it's larping, but half of you are racist. Yeah, uh, like, let's be honest. Like, you're or not at least recreating it out of respect. No. You're recreating the end you wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah. You're, half of you guys are playing the role of a racist. Yes. There you go. But the guy who really volunteers for that role maybe has some red flags. Eh, maybe. Maybe. Possibly. So go yes. back. So yeah, the LARPing seed was something. That was that was kind of like when I'm just like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> so um, I guess to wrap up Hawkeye, mm-hmm. it's only two episodes in. We'll I guess we'll check back. When we'll check. We'll check back when it's over and have some more real criticisms but But this is just our first impressions yeah my my whole hope though and i think i've mentioned i know i've mentioned this before Mm -hmm. is the new avengers and young avengers so now we have yelena with black widow Mm -hmm. we've got walker as agent uh uh, agent america u.s US agent u.s agent we have kate bishop Mm -hmm. kid loki we have wanda's twins yeah the kiddos so it really does seem like they but are setting up but like i feel like yelena and u.s agent isn't there like another team there of is. like so, anti-avengers yeah. who they kind of are recruiting for lady god i think her name is lady hydra i've just been calling her elaine because it's elaine is it yeah julie leanne dreyfus yeah yeah julia louise dreyfus is in this yeah oh my god yeah, well, i love her veep is so good if anyone yeah, has she, seen she makes 
like occasional appearances. Because I'm talking about the lady who went to Walker and was like, hey, I have a job for you. And then in the end of, spoiler alert, in the yeah. end of Black Widow, mm-hmm. she comes up to Yelena and was like, this is the man who killed your sister, and it's fucking Quinn Barton, her best friend in the world. Like, no, yeah. bitch. So okay. that's going to be a big point. I think yeah, Yelena's going to pop up to try to kill Hawkeye. She, um, she's the one, I think they're trying to pull that. I hope Hawkeye gets killed with his bows, or they try to kill him with his uh, bow and arrows, but it's like, oh no, Hawkeye, you don't have any arrows. <laughs> My one weakness. <laughs> I don't have any he's more arrows. He's with a sword, though. He's, he's good with a sword. He is very good with a sword. Yeah, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. He's killed a lot of people with a sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's killed a lot of people. I'm not saying the guy isn't deadly. I'm just saying, like... I, I, I just like without nobody, his bow... He nobody cares. The real question is, why doesn't he use a gun? I think that's explained in the comics, and I don't remember... I don't know why they make it seem like like gun, using guns is easy. Like, you know, and all these, it's like... It's hard. Right. Yeah, like, like, it's, like, it's not a skill... Well, I think like, in the movies, like, everyone has, like, the cool guy pose when they do it, when really, like, anyone who has ever a shot a gun. You can take the um, stormtrooper route, Such a they literal miss their poser. target 90% of the time. It doesn't have to be, like, an end-all, be-all, like, oh, he's got a gun, this wouldn't be a good fight. Like, you you can miss and still wound, like, have a lot of tertiary people that they can take out, you know? There's a lot you can do. I will say. And that's what I love about Deadpool so much. It's like, let's just get to it. Like, <laughs> we're trying to kill people here, okay? <laughs> Uh, I will say, though, I'm very interested, because um, another movie we, I don't know if I listed this, I think I did, The Eternals. Yeah. I didn't see it. Eternals, did you see it? I have not seen it. I'm waiting I'm for it to come out on Disney+. Plus. Um, I don't think I can sit through that. Look, the only good plot point of The Eternals, I will say. That, did you read a synopsis or something? Well, Euros, uh, Thanos' brother. His name's Euros. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, named after the Greek. Uranus. Rome. No, he's the Greek god of love. <laughs> <laughs> Greek god of love, yes. We just did like a straight up Beavis and Butthead moment. Like, <laughs> Whatever, Uranus is always going to be His brother's name's Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> so, Euros, Thanos, it's It's confirmed. a solid Butthead impression. His, his brother is confirmed that he is now a thing. Um, in the comics, he was always like out there, but he he's not as batshit crazy as Thanos. Oh, that's but good. we'll see. Uh, Thanos, Thanos, uh, Thanos was batshit crazy. He was a nut. Eh, no. Yeah. I mean, he, he's nuts, but like he had like a tangible, solid thought behind what he was doing. That's what made him the most compelling Marvel but, villain so far. But the no, thing is, is that there is a there no, is a semblance of relatability. You can multiply the reasons. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about when you make a good villain, there has to be some semblance of relatability <laughs> for their end goal. Okay. For it to be compelling. Look, but what I'm if not instead of Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a well, he's morbid not right. logic. Yeah. But that, but that, but, but that's at the same good. time, snap your fingers, boom! All of the resources we needed have just been multiplied. Or even you. don't even need to multiply; just redistribute. Thank you. This really is just a redistribution. <laughs> Give but me, I'm not, I'm, he didn't redistribute, sit down. Redistribute. You snap your fingers, and Look, I Thanos suddenly have a fraction of Jeff Bezos' money, and I'll be fine for for life. <laughs> If anything, his narcissism is what got him in the end. But I, I, I think just like is calling. I would have said bat, his murder boner. Yeah, batshit crazy is like. Well, they're all crazy. Even the Avengers are crazy in their own right. I mean, look at fucking Tony Stark. Like, that guy's a fucking nut job. <laughs> they're they're all crazy. But what made the Avengers movie so good, and why they did so good, and why other Marvel films kind of suck, is you need a compelling villain. Your villain is just as good as your hero. 
Well, I mean, you have well, the Far Loki, Cry games have done nothing but Loki taught me this. Loki was not a very compelling villain in the first film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and why the, the first, first one's one, not that great compared to the others. I like it because it has my boy Loki, but he's not very compelling. Ultron was a relatively compelling. See, I don't even know anything about Ultron. I don't even care about Ultron. But Thanos, I can sit to you and talk about Thanos all day. You need a good villain. Well, look, yeah, look it's why I'm they're bringing back Doc Ock. It's why they're bringing back yes! Green Goblin. Green oh. Goblin, arguably insane, but you could understand where he oh, was coming from. Do we just want to? Do we just want to pivot? No, we should. No. We really should, because no. Jess actually has things to say about this stuff. We'll, we'll wrap up. We'll wrap up Hawkeye. Okay. Wrap up Hawkeye. We don't need to spend this much time on anything Jeremy Renner has done. <laughs> ah! Yes, we do. Maybe tag. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I'd be down for a team watch a tag. Yeah. Okay, but wrap up. What are your hopes for Hawkeye? I <laughs> hope. Um, it gets it, good. I hope. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> no, but like, I hope it gets good. I hope there's actual character moments now. I hope uh, Kate can be can kind of take on the mantle and sort of become the new leader that we want. And I like the dynamic of having the old guy and the new person sort of like... Tag-teaming it. Tag-teaming it. No She's fucking up. He's... Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not, my, my expectations now are very low. <laughs> so, dazzle me, perhaps. So, yeah. So that's Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Um, Shang-Chi, real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. We've already talked about the Eternals. Rather forgettable. Yeah. Don't bother unless you really want to know about like some of the high points. We haven't seen the film. I'm sure there are high points. Right. But Euros at the very end. Thanos's brother is revealed. Awesome. Let's move on. Can I just can I just say like yeah. a few things about Shang-Chi real quick? Yes. We're moving on to Shang-Chi. No, oh yeah. That's okay. what I meant. I yeah. didn't mean to like say goodbye to Shang-Chi. No, that's an amazing film. Yeah, no, we we, we should also get into that, but Hawkeye is just more topical. Uh <laughs> Shang-Chi, the very late review it's a late review, you know, it kinda came out a few months ago, but it came on to Disney Plus not too long ago. So we're talking about it. Is it still we're talking on there? About it. Yes. Still on there. Yes. It would I is, like it? You would, you love, would love it. it. it well, I'll is... watch it. Pokemon! Hold on! It's Pokemon-y? We have Pokemon! There's the Ninetales? There's a Ninetales yeah. in it? Yeah! I'm pretty sure it's like a... It is a mythical Pokemon... Or Pokemon. Oh, it's based on like the whole... I was going to say, it's probably based on like a mythical Japanese creature or something. Yeah, it is. But I do love me some Ninetales. It's, an, it's a mythical Asian... It, like the Ninetales box is a mythical I don't creature. know which country specific, but I do know well, I'm thinking of like Kilala Eastern. now too. <laughs> but just this is how many tails does Kilala have? Kilala has two, I think, right? I don't know what that is. Uh, Inuyasha. Inuyasha. Eh, it's Songo's magical little fox that can get really small and really big. The perfect yeah. pet. Whatever. Yeah. Jess, this is <laughs> the thing that definitely stands out to me though. This is the best fight choreography yes. we've ever had in a move in like a film series that's all about just like people kicking butts. Can we talk about the guy in the bus? Oh, uh, Razor Fist. Oh, my God. Razor <laughs> Fist. Like Razor Face? Better. Yeah, oh, better. Taser Face. Sorry, Taser Face. Yeah, I, I, I thought about that the whole time. Yeah. Like, if Razor Fist and Taser Face met up, they'd be butts. <laughs> oh, what a bro comedy. <laughs> but can we just can we just say, oh, my God. Yeah. That that whole, all of the choreo. Yeah. Because they really were just, like, making this as, like, a... Yes. 
it's just very much like your usual martial arts kung fu movie where it's like it's all about the stunts it's all about the fights it's all about actually actual i love that kind of stuff though and compare comparing that to like iron man where it's all just like fly around pew pew this yeah. actually has like a really good lasting impression the choreography goes along with the story yeah. now is mm-hmm. it like hero vibes or crouching tiger head and dragon vibes like what Jackie kind of, Chan vibes. Jackie Chan, I gotcha. Oh my god, there was a. Have you seen Shanghai Noon? Shanghai yes, Noon. Or I have seen time. Shanghai Noon, the Owen Wilson movie. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in scene. theaters with my parents. I don't remember anything about it, but I've seen it. Spoiler alert: There's a scene where. Oh my god, it's been out for like 20 years. I don't care. <laughs> for both films. Fuck you, spoilers. Yeah, There's fuck a scene you, spoilers. Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson are. I believe it's Owen Wilson are hanging off of everybody who knows what I'm talking about. Them. They're hanging off of bamboo. Mm-hmm. And Jack Chan says, don't worry, this is Chinese bamboo. It's very strong. It won't let us down. There's a scene in Shang-Chi mm-hmm. where they're like on a bamboo scaffolding. Yep. And they're literally hanging over the side they of the say, building. They say this is Chinese bamboo. No, very strong. No, all I could think of, all I could think of like as the character is holding on for her dear life, like mm-hmm. over the side of the building as the bamboo is giving away. All I could think of was that moment in Jackie Chan. He's like, don't worry, guys. <laughs> it's Chinese. very strong. <laughs> it's very strong. Oh, gosh. Uh, watching Jackie Chan as a kid, I mean, I, in particular, I can just think of off the top of my head all the Rush Hour movies because mm-hmm. my parents yes. love. That was a good movie to go see with your parents because it was kind of dirty but relatively clean and just a good time. But yeah. who are you? I am you. Yeah. No, I'm me. Who are you? No, yeah. that's me. <laughs> Are you, are you deaf? No, no, you was blind. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yeah, it's um, definitely gave Watching Jackie, Jackie Chan do all his original choreography and uh, fight and stunts and stuff was always so cool. And there's there's nobody like that anymore. No. Like, um, we'll, we'll have a day dedicated to Jackie Chan and the legacy oh my God, of Bruce Lee. we need the Jackie Chan day. Yes, we need Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan. We'll have a day dedicated mm-hmm. to them. But it did give me the vibe, though, where, like, the choreography and the fight was actually, in, like, yeah. embedded into the plot point. And like, even when it gets to, like, the super high fantasy territory, it still has that. It still moment. has that moment where it's, like, it's all embedded. The grounding of, like, actual martial arts that we all know and have seen. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. That's you can good. definitely tell, like, when Shang and his father are fighting at yeah. the end, they are using two very different styles. Yeah. Even, like, two very different, st- two styles of disciplines of martial arts even though there's like glowy shit like happening. train <laughs> style and drunken monkey i remember no, in like ultra fight or what was it more hey, like i'm fighter. gonna punch a hole through your face style virtual yeah. fighter you get to pick your starting stance also can i just say that we now have the avatar yes in- so in the mcu we have vampires <laughs> warlocks wizards actual gods celestial beings aliens uh, dragons, AI. the Avatar, AI. Uh, and Pegasus. Pegasus. Oh, yeah, Pegasus. Pegasus. Yeah, Pegasus. thank you. They deserve We're, to be included. The unicorns. They're probably there, but unicorns are really vicious and solitary <laughs> animals. Brody's mm-hmm. just like, eh. We I'm, have I'm trying to think, like, who's going to be. Nine-tailed fox. In the same world as dragons. Yeah. Dragons. But I gotta say, though, like, that moment where basically the style that Shang-Chi is using Mm -hmm. is very elemental and it has a moment where it's like he's air bending and then there's a moment where he's water bending and I'm just like all I can think of is this man is the avatar yeah I mean like he basically well he is very much like a chosen one 
type character. Yeah. And like the first like scene where it's like, because you could really like remove this from the MCU better than any other of the big movies and still be able to enjoy it all the same, I think. There's only two points, no, three. Mm -hmm. There are three big points that really tie it into the MCU. One One of them obviously being the end credit scene where they're talking about the rings to... Yes! Oh my god. Are they like Sonic rings? No. No, Better. they're they're, they're uh, ten rings of power basically. Yeah, and if you wear them for too long, they c- kind of drive you to. A so point. it's like the stones, sort of. Yeah, it's kind of like the. It's like the stones. stones. It's like the ring. It's. It's like, like um, Ice King's crown. Yeah. yeah. It, Tremendous tried... power, but very corrupting, and you yeah. live forever if you wear them. Yeah, and oh, it's like cool. you have for basically if you have prolonged exposure to them, and you're wearing them constantly then you have some form of like mental corruption. It doesn't mm-hmm. drive you mad because you're still very logical and still very grounded. But in the but, case of the father, he starts hearing voices of his dead wife right. and it drives him to free some ancient soul-sucking demon. Yeah, well, I mean, he, I guess he does. Yeah, yeah. He he got got Mr. Freeze Root, you know, it happens to all of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. Um, there's, in uh, the end credit scene, there are two. The one with, oh God, Juan? Doctor yeah, Strange's friend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He comes up twice, and there is an end credit scene, and we know the placement of this film it, chronologically, because Juan is talking to Bruce Banner, who's injured. He's, like, got his injured arm all wrapped up. Oh, yeah. So we know he just snapped the gauntlet. Yeah, he's still walking that off. Yeah, he's still walking up, and he's like... Um, I don't know, like, Strange's absence, he's overseeing everything. Mm-hmm. Juan is overseeing everything. So, Juan is like, I need both of you to come with me, we need to look at the rings. So they're observing the rings, and Juan calls, um, Bruce Banner, and Bruce is like, look, I don't fucking know, this is outside, I'm not a doc, this is not me, but thanks for the heads up. Did you just say I'm not a doctor? I'm not a doctor. Well, I'm not a doctor. He is, but, like... He's not that kind of doctor. He's not Doctor Strange. Now that's a doctor. <laughs> that's a doctor. So He's an MD. But the other <laughs> end credit scene ties it into... Iron Man kind of sort of addressed this, and the film really does well to address this. Uh, the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. When in the first Iron Man film, Tony Stark gets kidnapped by them. In the third... Uh, third? Second... Third when third was when they had the Mandar- Mandarin. Mandarin, yeah. So the, the fake third Mandarin. one, the fake Mandarin, who comes back. Yeah. Oh my God, this man! I fucking love him. He's he's just such a good comic relief, and like it, it didn't work in Iron Man three, but it works very well. It now. works very well now, especially, especially when he had like the little like uh the little butt dog. Oh oh um. I don't know. He named it something British, like Willem or whatever. Oh my gosh, yeah. Morty or Mordecai or fuckface. Mordecai to me is like a Amish or Mennonite name. I mean, I'm gonna... But basically, he just like has this little freaky pet with him. And then like when Shang and the gang visit him, he's just like, oh, hey, it's my buddy. And it's like, what is that? Oh, you can see him too? Oh, good. I thought I was mad. Yeah. I would like to say I haven't been in a similar situation, but... I mean, I, we we just kind of indulge you and let you say that Gertie's around. Yeah, she doesn't exist, actually. No, but at least you know that, and that's good. Sometimes. Oh, yeah, Jess, I just randomly pulled up. Uh, for everybody, I pulled up a picture. 
Oh my uh, god, it is nine a nine tails. tails. It's so fucking pretty. Um, because you haven't seen this creature, this is the creature we're talking about. Yep. I don't know. Where's its face? It That's it. It has a butt instead of a face. Yeah, it has a butt instead of It's got a butt face. Oh my god, it's a giant ass animal. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. It look, it's like a mole or a vole, but it's big. and it has little derpy looking wings and rabbit legs. That's the best I can Morris! describe. Morris! Morris! That's what it is! I Thank was close with Mordecai. You were very close with Mordecai. So he calls him really Morris. It's just a giant ass. Stay in the pocket. <laughs> Morris says to stay in the pocket. Stay in the pocket. Yeah, I hear you. Okay? I'm trying. Uh, it's, a, it's a good time, though. Definitely watch Shang-Chi. Definitely. Um, but yeah, there you can definitely remove it from the rest of the Marvel. And Which still... is really good for like isolated fans who don't really keep up with it like that too much. So, uh, you want to... You're very interested in the next topic. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm very curious about this. So, some of y'all who, not on Disney+, Plus, but on Hulu, was another Marvel show based on a very obscure comic that I didn't even know of know. called Hitmonkey. Oh, my Tell gosh. me more, please. Okay. Please. So, uh, first of all, I think the main reason why it's not on Disney+, Plus is because... People get slashed and bloodied and decapitated basically every episode. I'm already so interested. So I'm just going to break down the first episode yeah, and get into the general how concept. How many episodes are out? I, I, I think nine or oh, ten. Oh, yeah, just tell me about the first because I actually might watch this. Okay. <laughs> is it, so, please tell me it's a monkey that kills people. Yes. Uh, I mean, what oh, else is it? Jesus. That's all it is. It's a I monkey that kills it. people. No, no, like Dunstan checks in, but really dark. Okay, no, no, so it gets better. yada, yada, yada. First episode, there is a hitman voiced by Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> I love that. And he's just like doing a hit job and then gets betrayed by, uh, I never knew, knew how to pronounce it. Is it Yakuza or Yakuza? I'm not I've sure. heard both definitions. I'm just I think say, they're both correct. You're being respectful. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to say Yakuza because I think that's like what the Western people pronounce it as. Yeah. So he does a job, gets betrayed by Yakuza. And is just like mortally injured and goes to the wilderness to find. And he is nursed to health by a bunch of Arctic snow monkeys. Yep. Checks and, out. And then there he encounters another monkey with horrible anger issues. Who's is it just, a baboon? No, it's a, it's a it's, snow monkey. Snow they monkey. always make them baboons when they're angry. Well, no, it's this is an angry monkey, I'll tell you what. And Is it a, is it a macaque? No, it's, it's, a, it's an arc. It's a snow monkey. Oh, okay. Yeah, macaques are snow monkeys, and they um. What's cool about them? Look, just imagine is they um. They they like to sit in little hot springs all day. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's the uh -huh. it's your it's your typical like hot spring chilling monkey. They kind of start to bond. Uh, br the hitman Bryce and this new monkey. And are y'all looking it up? I'm looking up what kind of. He's a Japanese macaque. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Macaques? Yeah, macaques. Guys, I was a huge uh, animal nerd as a child. I used to just watch National Geographic alone all the time. I was like, ooh, Arctic monkey. I'm yeah, thinking he, macaque. He looks like that one. Like <laughs> yeah, white, like that. white yeah. fur, pink face. Yeah, yeah, they're really cute, and they like to sit in little hot springs together and, <laughs> and, and you know, bathe. It's yeah. so cute. So in that hot spring is where Bryce is sort of like nursed back to health, and while doing so, he kind of like talks with this really angry monkey and starts giving him some like hitman wisdom it's like don't pick up that gun when you're angry or else you're never going to put it down 
like some deep stuff like that. And then the 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 people who wanted Bryce dead come over to the monkey hot spring and they kill him and the monkeys. No. And the only <laughs> and the only survivor is the monkey friend who was super duper angry because he got banned earlier or whatever. And so now it's this monkey story of taking revenge on the humans that killed his entire tribe. Oh, it's John Wick, but with monkeys. Hold on. While being, while having tethered to him the ghost of uh, Bryce's, yeah. the Bryce the Hitman. So it's a monkey oh trying to get revenge on the Yakuza while being coached by murderous Ted Lasso. Holy shit. I love Holy it. Holy shit. I fucking love it. Have I not heard about this before? It. Uh, it's on They're Hulu. not doing a lot of advertisement for it. No, I, I'm, I'm surprised. It's I'm a like, hidden gem, guys. Oh it's my a very it, was, it just kind of it popped up. It literally is John, Ghost John. Well, you know what it, you know what it's actually like? What? Um, you guys haven't played a lot of cyberpunk? No. I've played a little bit. Um, It's like that Keanu Reeves, yeah. Ghost, teaching you and coaching you to get revenge on everyone that has fucked the both of you over. Mm -hmm. This is monkey cyberpunk and I love it. <laughs> it does that. Jeff is on board. I'm way on board with this. I'm going to watch this actually. Oh yeah. Animation wise I'd say it's a lot like Archer. Like oh. early season Wait, Archer. Wait, it's animated? Yes. It's animated. Oh no, my god, I love one. it. I love it. No, I'm all about like adult animation that takes itself seriously yet it doesn't but it gives us what it's want. Like I'm an adult. That's what I want to see. Yeah, Hit Monkey. If if Hawkeye is too boring, Hit Monkey Monkeys. is the opposite of boring. But then there's also the most anticipated film in 2020. Oh my god, for like the past few years, and that's definitely why I wanted to talk a lot about Marvel. It's it's No way home. Spider Man. No. Yeah, I'm so excited about this too. I love the the Spider Man movies. I, yeah. We talked about how Doc Ock is coming back. Doc I'm Ock. like in tears because that's my he's my villain. Doc Ock, Sandman, the Lizard. So everybody that's in the Universal Studios um, Spider Man ride is going to be in this movie. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, which is why I'm excited Did you about see it. Uh, one detail that I figured you would really appreciate uh, uh, with Electro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He for those who, and for Jess, oh Electro has on his suit. You see for like one second in the trailer, he actually has like the arc reactor that Iron Man had to activate his suit and all that. Really? Which yeah. opens up a whole can of worms of possibilities. Each of the They're not bringing RDJ back, though. No. No, no, no that's not happening. He's Robert done. Robert Jr. is retired, and he's done. And as so, he should. Possible theories. One, he stole it, or got a bootleg version of it. Or there's some alternate up. universe well, we're going to learn about. Vulture. Vulture's coming back. Vulture's coming back. And who is a scrap? Who is notorious for scrapping Iron Man tech. Yes, yes, he is. Other idea, he's a variant. I'm so fucking excited. Mm -hmm. Because with the return of Doc Ogg, mm -hmm. he's like, "This, you're not Peter Parker. Yeah. And Peter's like, yes, I am. This is all in the trailer. This is not a spoiler. I'm so confused. We can't spoil anything. It's not out yet. We yeah. haven't seen it. We already know the spoiler. That's it. Toby McGuire is coming back. And Toby and it. Andrew. Oh, well, Andrew is set up and down. He's not, but we know he's going to. Andrew Garfield, what else are you doing right now? <laughs> yeah. I really, I, that, that really does. You weren't, kind of, you like, were me. very no. good Spider Man, too. He, he has a film coming out. I don't remember what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the one he where does. he plays the guy who wrote Rent and went on this big whole press tour of he, stuff oh, like that. Oh, the God, whole time. I'm not going to see that. Everyone's like, are you, are <laughs> I'm not going to see that. Are you in Spider Man? And Toby's like, this is for my. 
thing, my musical that yeah. I'm in. Let I me mean, tell you on. about me getting into the headspace of a troubled artist trying to make the world a better place for people in the LGBTQ community. Are you Spider-Man? Like, what the hell, guys? I hate to say it, but I would be the, hey, are you Spider-Man? <laughs> so the what's it like being Spider-Man? Spider Is Tom Holland good? Toby Maguire, does he smell good? Toby Maguire is just Toby Maguire looks like he smells like cheese. Toby Maguire yeah. is just reveling in all this chaos because he's just like, I'm not in it. He but, always gives know, like the cryptic answer, like, we'll see. Well, we'll see. I mean, I'm not. I mean, be. Who, who the knows? Spider tease. I love Toby. I love the reaction that he's been giving. The and then way. there's definitely like that other part in the trailer that everyone kind of like talked about and memes and stuff like that with the lizard. Yeah, with um. Green Goblin. No, I'm talking about the lizard. Are you talking about? Oh, you're talking, talking about the, the lizard. Most, yeah. The I'm, okay. I'm t there's like one part in the trailer where it's like one Spider-Man going against three villains, even though all the eye lines show that it's three Spider-Man going against three villains. Mm -hmm. And then the last part is uh, the lizard getting like an invisible kick in the face. Yeah, I've seen that. And then everyone kind of like. Hey, he. he He's right there. He moves. He moves. No. Yeah. Oh. So everyone's thinking like, oh, they just, they had uh, Andrew Garfield in there digitally and they just removed him for the trailer, which is kind of like the idea of the lack of evidence being evidence. I, I like that. No. Oh, the, um, the the end of the trailer, though, with Willem Dafoe's uh, voiceover, like, oh, gives yes. you chills. Because oh until the end, I mean, we all know he's going to come back, but it's like, you do, there's no visual confirmation of it because he's in the Green Goblin suit. And then you hear classic Willem Dafoe Green Goblin voice at the very end, and you're like, fuck, there is yes, one, fuck yes, Willem. I, can, I love him so there's much. There's one villain that we haven't talked about who is returning, and that, I'm just so mind blown and, and very excited for this. Venom is now oh, yeah. in Spider-Man No Way Home. Right. It, so in Venom 2, the, uh, so, that there um, be carnage. Tom Hardy's in the new one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you call him a villain or um, like an anti-hero? I mean, the, so, the movie wants to call him an anti-hero, but, but he's he very is a villain. villain. He, Ve Venom is one of Spider-Man's most complicated and like historically just like pitting like a classic vet like villain versus well hero. what's venom's man motivation other than a murder boner he has to stay alive well, that's yeah. that he needs a host he yeah. needs a host oh, yeah. he needs a host and he has to stay alive because um the thing about venom if you haven't what seen, is it like a symbiote or something it's what's a symbiote. it called? symbiote yeah so venom robin was telling me about the that symbiote, the other day <laughs> the, the symbiote doesn't have a name Mm -hmm. So in the comics and in the movies, he's literally called the Venom Symbiote. Yeah. I don't know why I'm pronouncing it that way. Shut up, Internet. <laughs> but um, when he's more like merged with uh, Eddie, they become Venom. So whenever Venom is referring to themselves as the plural, we are Venom, that's mm -hmm. literally Eddie and the Venom Symbiote. But in like the sort of black well, suit. Well, in singular part. way, how does the Venom or the symbiote refer to itself? Um, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, so the movies have just made... There has it to be a separation of consciousness. Like the, yeah, Venom, there is. The, the conflict between the two of them together. That's there is. Depicted. I've never seen lot. any of the Venom movies. There, there is. Um, Eddie just calls him Venom. And it's really simple to call him Venom mm -hmm. in the movies. But it's, he doesn't actually... That's not his name. 
I think it's I remember weird. a clip in it was a Spider-Man cartoon. It may have been like Ultimate or Spider-Man or something, but like uh, Spider-Man actually beats um, Venom by using the jealous ex-girlfriend method. It's like, oh wow, Eddie, good for you guys, but you totally <laughs> miss being with me. Yeah, yeah. I love that. He, they they are great. I love them. Because but... like Venom's whole thing is like when he was doing the whole black suit Spider Man thing, that was like him at his best, right? Yeah, that's well, that's the Toby ver. Like, uh, if anything, I'd say that would be like the Toby Maguire version of Venom. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, I, I when I was with Spider Man, I was best and blah blah blah, and he uses that. Venom, the symbiote uses that against Eddie. Oh, I have a question actually. Um, so, so the the Venom, the symbiote, the, so it just magically gives its user Spider Man powers. No, it's because it infected Spider Man once before, right? No, so you guys it, understand what I'm asking? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It okay. He, the the symbiote doesn't have Spider Man powers. It How does has, Tom Hardy's character have Spider Man powers? It's more like black goo. I gotcha, okay. It's, it's more like... It's less like web and more like extending themselves. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're stretchy. They're stretchy. They're It's kind of goopy, too. Goopy and stretchy. Like Gudra. Like me. Like Gudra, <laughs> yeah. Like me after all these Thanksgiving meals I've eaten. Okay. <laughs> My goodness, but, I'm exercising later today, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, though. Like, he's very stretchy. He has um, different abilities, but what he does is with Spider-Man... He enhances Spider-Man's powers mm-hmm. to a higher extent than we've seen. And we all know that Spider-Man holds back a lot. Yeah. yeah. Because one punch, he's like well, one he's punch. he's your friendly guy. neighborhood Spider-Man. One punch, and that ve- like that villain is dead. Mm-hmm. Just dead. Well, especially with, like, with your modern Spider-Man and all like the exosuits and stuff and yeah. all the extra jazz that he wears. Yeah, no. So, like, Venom takes any person's abilities and heightens them to an extent. What now but, what what ability of yours do you think would be heightened if you had a symbiote? That's a good question. I what? have zero abilities. No, so no, I'm everybody no every, Ten times zero is still zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um I don't know. I guess my reflexes. I could water all my plants in like two minutes. Hmm. Yeah. I think I have a lot of plants, guys. I think I would just stay awake longer. <laughs> oh, I would, yeah. yeah. sleep games, like the, I, sure. I have that idea where it's like I have so much stuff to do and I, here I am just trying to get sleep. I can only imagine, like, I'm thinking about, like, the most recent Venom movies, how, like, it's like a voice in your head. It's just yeah. like, oh, shut up. Go do your fucking work. Yeah. Venom... This, he's very interesting. He's yeah, how, very do you, interesting how do you take character. that symbiote and turn it into a blessing for your life, you know? I mean... Make lemonade, baby. The symbiote did it himself. <laughs> Are you kidding? You should watch... Could you exist happily with that little voice in your head yes, if it you made can. your life better? Eddie did. Eddie does. Actually, the I symbiote could. gets... It's like a little friend in your head. So, the way it works is you have to have a compatible host. And the host has to be, like, a damn near perfect match. Because in... What, like personalities? Two, not just personality, so by personality, biology, and um, mentality, like mental state, mm-hmm. you have to be very compatible. So Venom and Eddie are, 
incredibly compatible to the point where they are legitimately damn near perfect. And one of the things that makes them so good together is that they do have inner conflicts that are resolved through working together. And look, I get it. It's a very um, sappy notion to have, but it's true. Like just a streamline of communication between the two that exists what does well, yeah, because there with... wouldn't be a sequel movie if they couldn't work together. Yeah. No, there's a point where Venom leaves Eddie and they break try... up. They, yeah, quote unquote, they break up and tries to find a new host, but none of the hosts work because either biologically they're not compatible and they don't last very long, or mentally they're just not in a very good, like, mental state. Headspace to headspace deal with the alien with taking over your body and living so in your head. Carnage, his host. You, did you see Carnage? I haven't seen it, but I know like the comic origins of Carnage and all yeah, that. Yeah, Carnage. He is in a very similar like there. Carnage is another symbiote, mm-hmm. and is Venom's like basically number one enemy, arch nemesis. Like he teams up with Spider-Man to take down Carnage several times. Yeah, like enemy of my enemies, my friend kind yeah. of storyline. So Carnage and his host are compatible biologically, mm-hmm. they're compatible in mental states, but the conflicts that they have, there is a massive break in communication between the two, and they don't resolve it as What do you well. mean by that? So, it, their goals and just like everything that they want don't align. But... So, like mentally, one is a serial killer. His ho- Carnage's host is a serial killer. Mm-hmm. And Carnage just wants to kill everyone. So the serial killer is like, oh, hell yeah, I'll go and, like, kill everyone with you. But the serial killer has boundaries that Carnage just ignores. Right, because serial killers usually go with, like, sort of a type or yeah. something. And Carnage is just like, what the fuck? I Carnage know. is very much more on the genocide path. It depends yeah. on the serial killer. Yeah, he's very much just genocidal. There are some I, good ones. No. <laughs> he's just a genocidal no. like killer and wants to kill everyone. And his host is just like, no. Imagine that, hell? just like being a serial killer, being enhanced by an alien. It's like, now we're going to kill this guy. And it's like, dude, this is a little too much. Yeah, that's literally where the break in communication is, where it's like differences. And it's like, no, but I thought you wanted to kill everyone. Well, it's like, well, well maybe, maybe maybe you could take the day off. There's like a lot of serial killer. Well, not a lot, but I'm specifically thinking of like Israel Keys, who like was proximity entirely. Mm-hmm. Like type, sure, you had to be light enough for him to carry you. But um, it was all about proximity. How close were you to one of his like death caches that he buried across the United States? Which is still totally not 100% confirmed that he killed more people than the few women I think he was caught. He's either, like, our most prolific or the dumbest serial killer in the world. We we have no idea. Hmm. He's dead. But anyways, just, like, going back to, like, you were talking about the end credit scene of yes. Venom 2. Where, and this is the only part of the movie I've seen. Yeah, it's, it's the only part that you really need to see for uh, No Way Home. Yeah. And, what do you want to... It's the it intersects with uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, where we get the reveal to the world that uh, Spider-Man's secret identity has been revealed as Peter Parker, and we see that on the East Coast with Venom, where it's like, and this just in, uh, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. So there's also a point. Something happens, and Venom, Venom and Eddie are actually in like 
some beachy place. I don't know where. They're like off somewhere else. But they're on the beach. They're enjoying time off from mm-hmm. like they've just defeated Carnage. They're going to relax, at, you know, have the wind in their hair. And they go into their hotel room. There's like this massive um, like earthquake or something and a green flash. Everything changes oh, for them. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, everything changes and it's the TV just starts playing and as Rhodey said, just this, this just in, Peter Parker is Spider-Man and Eddie mm. is just like, what the fuck? So that this could be like the singularity? Yeah, I think mm. so. And we actually see Venom in New York and I'm so fucking excited for that. Do you think they're going to bring him up in No Way Home though? He is in No Way Home. Oh, he is? He's in the trailer. For a Wait, split, Venom is? Venom, for a very split second. I trust Rose on this. There is a... There, this is what I mean when he's in New York. He mm. is on a skyscraper. And all you see, it's a very flash... Like, literally, if you're not paying attention, you will miss this detail. Venom, he's on top of a skyscraper. He roars, and it just, like, slides to the next frame. But you see him for a split second. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, go look at it. It's insane. I'm so fucking happy. That'd be crazy. So, like, how much like of the... this do you think was inspired from the success of Into the Spider Verse? Oh, all of it. Because oh, that's, yeah. what, that's what that's what that's the main vibes I'm getting. I'm not mad about it at all because We're not I still mad. I still think Into the Spider Verse is the best Spider-Man movie that's come out. In well, recent I think years. like it's funny the the whole like um, the child of divorce that is Spider-Man as a <laughs> franchise. Yeah, where Sony it's like it Sony now. made this very popular, successful Spider-Man movie, and now they're just being like, "Well, we can do that better." Yeah, like we can do it better, better. <laughs> in live action. <laughs> we can do it better in live action. So I'm just trying it's to Tom think. Tom Holland, I think he was drunk. I well, look, I actually it. don't think it will be better. No, mm-hmm. and there's, it's not going to be better than the Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Verse, no, no, it's not. But but the, you you. Uh, it's such a hard thing to do because what they did there was such a amazing little kernel. Of, oh, it was so unique. It was so unique. I it's you I know really, I, I know I'm getting old one. when I see new animation like that and it just blows my mind. I, I can't wait for the second one. Yeah. For I think we all can't. Oh my god! I, lo- it's, it's I love Miles record. so much. Miles such Morales. I yeah, Miles Morales. Miles. Love him so much. I have so I'm conflicted. In no such way a home. such a depiction of the pulse of the youth of today. Because I just love it. I want, I really want Miles Morales to come and actually have his in person debut maybe, in No Way Home. Maybe, but at the same time, I don't want that because I don't want in like a. I well, want he will Miles, eventually. He it's will gonna eventually. happen. Mm-hmm. I want him to have. He really deserves this. Casting has to be perfect. Casting has to be perfect, but I want him to have. It has to be an unknown, I think. I want him to have his first debut, not be in this massive like. No, yeah, standalone entirely. Like this massive collection of villains and Spider-Man and all these different things. I don't want Miles Morales his Um, introduction. But having said all of that, don't be upset if it's introduced because it might. It might be actually. I have high hopes that if they do introduce Miles, that it's going to be a good. Can I propose might, what I think would be my best case scenario? Yes. Um, spider, spider pig. What? <laughs> Sorry. After After No yeah. Way Home is just like a kid Black watching door. TV, and that's Miles. We get the first introduction, and then he becomes part of Young Avengers. Because we know that's happening. We know that's happening. It would fit pretty You're well. Prob- Brody's probably right on this one. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if they're going to immediately come out with a straight-up Miles Morales movie quite yet. 
but the fact that they're already doing video games though means it's gonna happen it's gonna happen because he's risen in popularity this is a character who's been around for quite some time well he pleases everybody though i have to say like he's a new young character that once again represents like um the youth of today Mm -hmm. multiculturalism in america but he still has the same essence of Peter Parker that we all know and love that yeah. older fans can uh, grasp onto and appreciate as well. well. The thing yeah, I always but say he was, takes it and his, makes it his own. Yeah, yes. The thing I always say with Spider-Man is like, it's not necessarily about Peter Parker. It's about some kid trying to do the right thing and have it all and it's fucking killing them. <laughs> and that's exactly what like Miles Morales' whole story is. Yeah, I do like the idea though of aging up Peter Parker um, and then introducing Miles Morales in that dynamic. Yeah. Which I, but I don't see that happening anytime soon because I think Tom Holland is a wonderful Spider-Man. So as long as he wants it, he should And Tom do Holland it. just doesn't age. No, and he doesn't. <laughs> no, he's he like really in his doesn't. mid-20s now and he looks 18. Neither does Zendaya. Oh, she's just oh, yeah, stunning. She, she, yeah, yeah right. She's got that youthful glow. Yeah, she's, she's got that like million dollar face cream that be- Yeah, beautiful round face, young features. Um, but I would like um, for the franchise to go in that direction where we have an older Peter Parker mentoring Miles like the um like into the Spider-Verse. I would prefer that Sony does it yeah. than Disney because Sony has spent a lot of time and effort already in the Miles' story. Because mm-hmm. like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse they did one Miles. movie with Miles and now that's just it for for Sony. They've won. They yeah. won. And they did it so but you, respectfully. But it's a, it's a really good way to recreate the Iron Man-Peter Parker bond that we no longer have. Like, so have like that father-son dynamic in the movies Sort of coming full again. circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I think that would be a good way for them to go. Yeah, but I... But you understand where I'm coming from, though. And I think everyone does, like, my point. I just would love to see Sony, specifically Sony, mm-hmm. do uh, Miles Morales. Yeah. I would love to see that. I think that'll going back to the metaphor of the child of divorce. Uh Marvel <laughs> it really is. Marvel's like the parent who's trying to buy the kids love and Sony, Sony is like the Sony's one who's not. And Sony no no, Sony's definitely like the one who wants to actually raise the kid. Yeah. Sony, you know, does right by the kid. Yeah. yeah. Sony Some holidays they actually come for, together and pays for in state tuition. But nine times know? out of ten, <laughs> Sony's like, you know, you can talk to me if you want to. Whereas Marvel's like, I'll buy you a car. Yeah. We'll we'll take your franchise through the roof. Spider Gwen is coming out. I am very excited for Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen is like my favorite non Peter Parker Spider Man. Gwen Spa- Gwen Stacy. Yes, is an amazing character. And I cannot wait to see more of her. I just want to see like an actual like what they're instead of doing Hawkeye or like or just give. No, she's getting her own Disney Plus show. Good. I want that. I want like a straight up live action Spider Person TV show. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be Peter, be Peter Parker. It could be Miles, but like I would love I would love Spider. I want to see Miles debut on in a big movie. Yeah. I, I don't think it shows the right Miles, way to go. Miles could get the movie treatment. Give Gwen the TV treatment. Yeah. yeah. I, I would Gwen love the that. TV show. Give Gwen the TV show. Give it's more appropriate Miles. for Gwen Stacy to have a TV show. Mm-hmm. She's less of, I feel like she's less of like a big being in the spotlight character, even though she does have her own comic franchise. And I think I most people like, know who she is. Well, and then yeah. the Into the Spider-Verse movies. Yeah. If they, give, they, give, they give the good introduction. Yeah. But like to actually like take time with the character. Yeah, I TV's feel like that would go. TV I, I agree. And, and with all the 
um, building of the backstory and like that you're going to need to do to get people to care about Gwen Stacy just as much as Peter Parker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you need a mini series. When Stenway. Gwen Stacy? When she died in the comics. How did she die in the comics? I don't remember. But okay. she died. She's her death. <laughs> This was the first time today. Nowadays, we kill off every char- major character. Oh yeah, we to- kill characters just so we can bring them but back to life. Thank you, Game of Thrones. I'm all about it. When she first died, mm-hmm. everybody was shocked that you killed off a major character. Yeah, and this was still like pop art, silver era, or whatever yeah. kind of. Comics. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like she, her death was astonishing to so many because you've never killed a major character like this before. Mm-hmm. I am. Full on a huge fan of major characters getting killed off in franchises. <laughs> I, I am. It makes you care about it. Um, no, and not like Iron Man at the end of the story. It it needs to happen sporadically, as does life happen. You mean like Loki? No, because Loki <laughs> came back. Well, Loki's the good <laughs> no. example of characters dying, coming Her back, and dying, dying again. They don't do any of that. They don't do any um, appropriate deaths in the Marvel franchise because. Now that we have time traveling in, into the mix, we can just travel back to another time when you were alive. Anything's possible. And make a movie. You know, it, it's... It, the, I, I'm talking like Invincible or Game of Thrones. Oh, where it's or, like you're just like big dead. You're big dead. You're big the, dead. Per, permadeath in series. I, I hate plot armor. I don't like it. I, I the, Plot armor? Plot armor, the idea where it's like you're not going to kill off the main. You're character. way too oh, important. Like Final destination. Or Daenerys, or... Daenerys Targaryen. Or Daenerys, or like if you ever see like, oh, just, or um... just like any, or if like if you're watching Captain America and Captain America's getting the shit beat out of him, and it's like, oh no, I might die right now. It's like, like he's no, not going to die. die. You're too important. You got to two plot. more movies until you die. Yeah, you've got too much <laughs> plot armor on. It's not going to happen. Hop back to it, Cap. Yeah, I, and I'm not saying I want the main characters to die, but I it has to be meaningful. So real quick, I just I know we're just kind of going over time. This let's just wrap things up by saying all of our big crackpot theories for what we think is going to happen next in Marvel. I say multiverse definitely going to bring in Andrew and Toby, and then that's and then I think at the end it's going to go back to everyone forgetting who Spider Man is. Yeah, which it should. Yeah. I feel like I think that would be like the big conclusion of being like I want all this but I can't have it because I just have to be Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, I, I think if it doesn't get teased in this movie, we're definitely heading in the Miles Morales direction. I would, and like I said, I would like for it to go to where Peter Parker takes on a mentoring role. We could even age down Miles a little bit if we needed to. Mm-hmm. I think that would be nice for I the franchise, like Longe- longevity wise. We forgot um, the Ag- Ag- oh my God, Agnes show oh yeah agatha 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 Harkness. oh yeah catherine yeah. Hahn. we talked about yeah. that in the last no, episode getting, though she's getting her own show yeah but this is our marvel show so we gotta mm-hmm. mention it here too um also i think the i think it's uh proved that the um the, you know double check me fact check me right the um police officer the fbi agent jimmy Wu. i mm-hmm. think we may be getting uh, that's not what you guys you wanted Jimmy, to Jimmy. Jimmy Woo yeah, yeah you said Jimmy, Jimmy Jimmy yeah yeah I think I know we talked a lot about that um, I would just like more Thor movies uh, Love and Thunder <laughs> I want more I can't wait to see Love and Thunder we're all gonna have to go see Love and Thunder together I, I think, at the Alamo Draft is he gonna show up in the because I think before they do that they're gonna do the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special yeah 
That's another thing. In yeah, Thor is Thor is yeah, in that as well. well. Yeah, Thor is in that. You know I what think I want it picks for that? Up their space adventures at the end of yeah. the Avengers. I want that specifically to be a recreation of the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> That's what they're going for, the right? Family Guy not Christmas yet. special? No, no the, Star the Star Wars. Wars. They have a Christmas special. Yeah. 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 Have you not seen the Star Wars Christmas oh special? God. I'm not really that big into Star Wars. Disney? Oh my! That's not even on Disney Plus. They tried to get rid of every copy of that. That that that's not. I no. have um, a joke sure can... fire stick. I think I can find it. Oh, it might be on some obscure website, okay. but it was something that was so bad that George Lucas asked for every copy to, to be, be destroyed, destroyed, and somehow it survived. It's terrible. Oh, I'm actually interested in watching that. Oh, uh, just to give just just to give you a glimpse, there's it's all about, and I know we're going over time, but I have to get this out. Uh, it's about. Chewbacca trying to go home oh, yeah. to his family for I've life day. It. You have seen it? <laughs> yes. Okay, so oh we God. might be talking about Christmas movies next episode. Yeah. Or I might try and find a clip of this There's, to talk about. Just try to find the clip of yeah. like Chewbacca's family talking to each other. It's literally just a bunch of Wookiees yelling at each other for 15 minutes. Oh my god. Yeah. And there's like there's like the mom. Why did they and think the that would be a good idea? They... Did they at least subtitle it? No. no. <laughs> oh my god. It's all god. context. Why do I kind of love that? I don't know. I'm the, I love Ewoks though. Like I I'm like literally like the reason why Star Wars has gone downhill. It's like we have to introduce a cute animal so bitches oh. like Jessica can get excited when they watch this. Yeah, I'm sorry guys. No, I know we've mentioned Jimmy before, but because this is our Marvel review, yeah. I'm just going to mention it again. Mm-hmm. Um, my crazy-ass theory is I think we're going to get the devil himself introduced. Oh, Mephisto. more Mephisto. Yeah, I think we're... Because we have Agatha. Yeah, we have... who comes along with we're, Agatha. We're, we're dwelling deep into the magical territory of Marvel. Yes, I, I mean, we have to. Um, I also think... Hopefully, I would love to see Lady Loki, a proper Lady Loki, mm-hmm. be introduced. Not Sylvie. Lady It'll probably Loki. be a, I mean, a show for Sylvie at some point. I don't want that. No. I mean, Absolutely. I, I mean, think, that's kind of what Loki is. Like, Loki the, the, is the, the Sylvie Loki show. Is, yeah, it's Sylvie. But no, I don't want a spinoff. No, I just want, like, Lady Loki to be introduced. But I do think, regardless, Mephesto is going to be... Yeah. We still got a lot more Loki to see. They're making season two. I'm sure they'll um, so have another variant. Excited. Any other fun Marvel things you want to mention before we yes, slide out for the day, guys? Yeah, but you haven't given us your crazy theory yet. I did. What? Well, I did. Well, I wasn't crazy, but I, I just want the franchise ahead of the Miles Morales direction. I'm not as, like, deep into it as you guys, so I don't have a crazy theory. But I have, I just think, like, for the longevity of the Spider-Man, um, Tom Holland uh, stuff we have going on right now, that him being a mentor to even an age down Miles Morales, like 12 or 13, mm-hmm. could be really compelling and replace the Robert Downey Jr. Well, I mean, father-son. Miles, Miles, it follows Peter Parker's footsteps and where we meet Miles for the first time in uh, high school. Yeah, so like a 13 so or 14 year old, yeah. like with a... 20 by aged up Tom Peter Holland works. Yeah. It's like an 8 to 10 year difference. Yeah, well, I, I think that's plenty. I mean, that's what it is. Um, Sony, you better fucking do it. Don't let they, They're gonna do something do not, like that. Do not allow Disney to No, Disney will fuck these movies up. They really will. will. Like, Sony's got I know you got issues with the X and all, but like, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta put that aside for your baby. Yeah, you yeah, really, really do. do. The content's too good. Yeah. If you have to, yeah, just give Disney a fucking slap. Slap across the face. Yeah. This is your franchise. 
You have the final say. Mm-hmm. It's true. All right. Well, um, thanks again for listening, guys. Yeah. I'm going to go make some waffles. I'm going to go on a walk. <laughs> yeah. I have to go exercise. This is weird doing it in the morning because now we can actually like do, do things laundry. now. Oh. It's productive, though. I like it. I don't like it. It's a different vibe. I, I, miss, I, I, I miss drinking. We'll drink drink tomorrow night. It'll be fine. Yeah. 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 Like we aren't recording tomorrow. Fuck yeah. Because as I said, it's crunch time because I'm going to be gone for a week. Oh, yeah. We'll be squeezing these in. Yeah. Crunch time, baby. Crunch time. Very good. Thank you. Peace out.